0: You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on Vison Prime Primetime.
5: A happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Welcome back to Vison Prime Primetime. I'm Dustin Sweetelson. He's Wes Reynolds. One hour down, two to go. Big Thanksgiving night of football action completely in the midst. The g men Still leading the Cowboys here, but Dallas is threatening at the 10 yard line, 14, 13, two and a half remaining in the third. And Wes Reynolds is really hoping Dak Prescott calls his own number here (laughs) for the sake of his bets giving bet.
6: Yeah. Just get it down to the one yard line and then uh, go out of bounds or Zeke out at the five. It is for uh, now second and goal. But yeah, I took, we took Dak anytime touchdown at plus four fifty. thought we might get a sneak uh, on it i mean there are worse bets to make because the way that this format was was it was any bet on giant on any of the three thanksgiving day games a day so it didn't necessarily restrict it to side and total but uh dalton schultz or they are going to give him the touchdown he does cross the plane there so two for dalton schultz uh uh maybe that would have been a prop to take but well, anyway i digress you, uh, would
5: you have been able to sleep after placing that bet if you bet Dalton Schultz, two touchdowns. I know.
6: (laughs) I know. His anytime, I believe, was two to one. So that wasn't a bad price. But the way that this bets giving thing was kind of formatted was, you know, it kind of made it to where you almost, I felt, had, we felt that you had to take a chance. You know, you got to try to take something plus money early and then make it up on the weekend because the weekend is a little bit more straight sure. where we're taking each of the three rivalry games, the big ones, uh, the iron bowl, of course, Ohio state, Michigan, and I believe Notre Dame USC. And then we had three sides on or totals on Sunday for the NFL. And then it's a prop and a side or total for Monday night football for Steelers and Colts. Yeah.
5: So for those that don't know, bets giving is basically the sequel to the baseball betting pentathlon we did over the summer and so today through the 28th, we're all competing. All the shows are competing, as you see on the screen. All the bets that were placed today, we all have different parameters for each day of betting. As Wes just pointed out, today was any of the three NFL games. Tomorrow, already had to lock in our USA England bets. Mm-hmm. Saturday, the rivalry games, and we've got NFL on Monday, and then or on Sunday, and then uh, Indy Pit on Monday Night Football. So tons of options to choose from on, on bets giving. And let's uh, let's look at some of the losers already today because my show, Follow the Money that I produce every Mm -hmm. single weekday, 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mitch and Paul. They went with the Vikings and the Patriots under 42 and a half. We uh, we almost went first half under, but I think the game felt a little safer. Um, But there were some losers today. Final countdown. They bet Stefan Diggs most receiving yards, plus 400. Mm Mm-hmm. He didn't even have the most receiving yards in his game. I'm on Ron St. Brown beat him there. So yes. not going to lead the day in reception and receiving yards. Live bet Saturday. I believe that's Ben Wilson and Jeff Parles. They had Josh Allen over two and a half touchdowns. Prime time. The show we're on now, Tim and Sean, they also had that. That was a big fat loser. Pro football betting podcast. Interesting move. Devin Singletary, two or more TDs. Kind of like that bet. I believe that's what
6: it was, right? Two yeah. Or more? Yeah, I think so.
5: And then uh, JVT had Amon Ross St. Brown under 22 and a half. And we do have a couple of winners today. Adam Burke with Goff over one and a half passing touchdowns and our fearless leader, bill A.D., the longest shot on the bed. Watch, watch him
6: win this thing.
5: The long circa made odds here behind us here. And by the way, the circus sports book is absolutely yeah. jam packed yeah. and jelly tight. I, for this
6: giant game, Femi and I were Femi and I were a little upset about being put at 18 to one at this thing as being one of the longer shots on, Chip
5: on your shoulder. Now, what now, you, want. now you guys
6: that follow the money, you won the baseball betting pentathlon. You've got the trophy in possession is nine tenths of the law. Sure. So you guys absolutely should have been the favorite, but we were like, no respect at all, man.
5: Does that motivate you guys? Is that, is that a factor we can factor in, into betting on the contest that that you and Femi Perhaps have, a, have something to prove here, perhaps,
6: but I, but I have that anyway, because, <laughs> because, you know, I want to want to show, Hey, you know, cause I'm not, I don't come from the media world. I come from the betting world. So I'm a betting guy learning how to do like media stuff now with uh, here at VEASAN. But, you know, I just try to post winners and, uh, you know, give them out. And uh, I got a shout out on our little company call for a good college football <laughs> yeah. season and also a decent NFL season. So I want to keep that up, man.
5: And you're also like the best golf guy on the planet right now. (laughs) We're we're,
6: we're competitive. I mean, I want everybody to do well, but if you're not competing, then what are you doing? I want to be the best.
5: So this feels like a good time to talk about this. Cause I asked you when you came in, because you had a monster golf year, just a monster golf season. I know you're great on football. I know you're great on college hoops. I know you're great on, on college football as well, but specializing is so important when it comes to betting. You don't want to, get into to worlds that you don't understand or that you're learning on the fly or trying to do too much at once. so right now the reason this betting contest is happening with with bets giving is because mm-hmm. we have college we have we have the World Cup we have college basketball we have college football we have the NFL we have so much going on at once how do you approach with so much happening how you prioritize your actual betting yeah. outside of the contest yeah
6: and I've had to do that a little bit more because uh, now you know with the with the media obligations and you know obviously, working full time here at B and doing a show now Monday through Friday, five days a week, it is a little bit different where sure. I can't do everything anymore. I used to be able when I was when I was betting just full time betting. You know, like that's how I ate. That's how I paid my bills, just full time <laughs> betting. It was an all day thing. I mean, it's always in front of the Don Best screen. It's always You treated you know, it
5: like a, a real it, job. It was
6: a job. It absolutely was. You know, you treat it like a business, it'll pay like a business is is what I always say about this. But You know, that's what I was doing. But that's when I was doing, you know, a little bit of everything. That's when I was doing a little bit more hockey. And I still do spot, but I don't break down the full card every single night. I don't have the time. I take breaks during baseball season, even though I love betting baseball. It's one of my favorite sports. But you have to take breaks. It's such a long grind. You kind of have to do that. So there's a lot of stuff I would like to bet that I have knowledge of, but I just don't have the time. And maybe my edge is not as great betting wise, like something like NASCAR. I don't have time to do it no, every week to look through all these matchups. So, you know, a lot of it I think is, you know, specializing or having people having a network because you can't be an originator for everything. You know, I, I had, I had a friend that recently passed away sports better out here in Las Vegas, Alan Denkinson uh, a few months ago, he was an originator in like baseball and hockey and horse racing. Wow. That's what he handicapped. But everything else, you know, like college basketball or NBA, he didn't follow it. He so But he that, that's had, how it he should had a be. network. Yeah, you yeah, had a yeah. network of people that can help you out. That you and trust. I, that's so important, I think, is to get people, you know, you want to learn as much as you can. Because I always say, if you're not learning, you're not winning.
5: Sure. and, and But there's also so many opportunities right now with the way betting is and the apps and, and all these mm-hmm. menus. And it's starting to grow out here in Vegas. I know everyone who's listening and watching worldwide, we appreciate you checking out VEASAN. Uh, some places have these really deep menus and this isn't anything deep down the board, but I've kind of stumbled into this first half betting in the NFL. Yeah. I'm having a really good oh, year. Oh, with I, first I, half I, I do betting. it too.
6: I, I think you, you, you know, as you get more experience and as you're doing this a little bit more with betting, realize what the menu is, the full menu, instead of, you know, just, you know, the normal just betting stuff. sides
5: and totals. Right.
6: So, I mean, you get in a, if you're a prop person, okay, great. But derivative betting I think is one of the more underutilized things, especially in something like NFL, because the derivatives don't often move as much as the full game, uh, you know, side and total. So if something moves, maybe they're a little bit slower to move on the first half or they're a little bit slower to move on the first quarter. Or when you see the second half, because second half betting is probably one of the better things that I'm, that I do here. The the
5: team playing right now, the giants and the Vikings are, they're both playing today, mm-hmm. the two best second-half teams in the league this year. Yeah, Lots of big wins where they're losing in the fourth quarter. You get a good plus price on them, both on the spread, on the money line, in-game. I mean, that pays, <laughs> pays exactly. for a lot of bets. E-
6: exactly. And, and, and that's what I think, you know, you want to look at, because that's where you can capitalize. Because most of the average Joe or casual bettors are not betting derivative stuff, sure. where they're not betting – you know, first half, first quarter. Then you look at second half, and, you know, that's something Femi and I always do on our regular show, Live Bet Tonight at 6 and 9 Pacific right here in Beeson. We look at why the market is maybe moving in the second half. It's like, okay, did we get a big first half over, and you got a lot, you know, some smart bettors and some sharp guys on the over. So they're coming back on the second half just strictly from a middle standpoint. Or did they see something? Was there an injury? Or what's the stat sheet look like? So, there's all different kind of variables at this.
5: VEASAN primetime, Dustin Swedelson, Wes Reynolds. In for Tim and Sean here. The Egg Bowl just underway in Oxford. We're in the fourth quarter. Giants and Cowboys at the break. The Cowboys have finally taken a lead on the G-men up 21-13. to 13. We've got so much happening yeah. right now. We've got college basketball yeah, tournaments. Yeah,
6: I'm, I'm a little worried I'm going to be down 7 nothing here. I did take <laughs> Mississippi State, you by did. the way, plus 2.5. I think if, you know it makes sense that maybe Mike Leach is going to retire. And if this this is his last chance, you know, you got to think, are guys going to play harder for a coach that recruited them and a staff that recruited them that, that, you know, this is going to come to an end? Or or are they going to play harder for a guy that's leaving?
5: Yeah, no, it's... Look, again, if you're just getting into this, there are angles on... You got to look at this from every single possible situation. And the one thing I did have learned to, to, to warn you, the one thing I've learned since starting to bet like seven, eight years ago is I can pretty much convince myself and find the data to back up any opinion right. I want. Exactly. That's the
6: problem. <laughs> that's the thing, and that's why you want to be careful of like some of these trends and whatnot and maybe some of the things you read on the Twitter machine. You've got data to make any argument for almost any side. But, it, but are you using the right data? And, and a lot of this, too, is just instinct uh, going forward. So, you know, trusting your instinct, you know, keeping your circle tight in terms of people you follow and you listen to.
5: Look, we have to get into Survivor because this is its own week at Circus Survivor. We'll do that later on in the program. We'll talk World Cup with Eric Winalda at the bottom of the hour. I mean, the guy just knows soccer in and out, was on the U.S. men's national team forever, coached, played in MLS, just an absolute American soccer legend. We'll find out. Do we have a shot against England tomorrow or will they get revenge for 1776? But coming up next, college basketball hoops tournament. All over the country right now, Florida, Oregon, everything in between, we've got to dissect it. We're going to be joined by Dr. John Giannini, former head coach at LaSalle, Maine, and Rowan. He'll break down all of those games with us right after this. This is v Primetime. I'm Dustin Sweetles, and he's Wes Reynolds. College Hoop Talk, up next.
7: This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray
6: and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network.
5: You don't have to wait until after Turkey Day to score a Black Friday deal with VSIN. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. With VEASAN Pro Access, you get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game, deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time Black Friday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Vsin primetime here on the Sports Betting Network. I'm Dustin Sweetelson. He's Wes Reynolds filling in for Tim Murray and Sean King. And now we have the great honor of being joined by Dr. John Giannini, former head coach at LaSalle, at Maine, at Rowan. A great guy who's got a lot of games coming up across the board. You'll see him on your TV somewhere. He's got games for Stadium, for Fox, the A-10 on NBC. Coach, thanks so much for joining us here on Vsin. First of all, happy Thanksgiving. And I got to know, what's your... First move on Thanksgiving. Are you a big sides guy? Or are you a turkey or ham guy? Or are you gonna save room for dessert?
7: I'm as traditional as a Princeton backdoor. I I like my turkey <laughs> and stuffing. I'm not an analytics guy. I'm not something <laughs> an out of the box. It's the, the old staples for me. They'll go just like the Princeton back door. It'll still be good for decades to come. The classics get better with age coach. That's right.
5: Well, we've got a lot of action going on here. First of all, I I have to ask you about this because we've got these in season tournaments and college hoops and you got them in Portland. You got them in Florida. Is this any, do you treat this any different than regular non-conference action? If you're a head coach, because I I know we're going to have a different look from these teams once we hit conference play, but how different is it as a head coach approaching these in season tournaments different from how you approach the other non-conference schedule you have?
7: Yeah, I, I think from the outside, people will be shocked at how consistent coaches are. You could be playing a Division two team or the number one ranked team in the country, and coaches prepare exactly the same. And everyone kind of does the old blue Holtz thing. When you're playing someone you're supposed to beat, you tell your teams uh, you know what they should be scared of and how this team can beat you. And, When you're playing someone who's phenomenal, you try to convince them of their weaknesses and how now you can win the game. But, yeah, the preparation is very consistent. Now, the player's mentality is definitely different. They know that um, that these are high-exposure events. They know they're great opponents. Um, So, yeah, from a player's perspective, they're very different. And that's really the reason I think coaches try to prepare consistently
6: and uh, coach uh, a couple of the big tournaments going on today uh, actually two separate tournaments out in portland oregon the uh, phil knight legacy and the phil knight invitational playing at the at the moda center and also the old veterans memorial coliseum so had a lot of good games out there today including a duke surviving a potential upset bid from oregon state and uh also, a team you're very familiar with in the Big Sky coach, that being the Villanova Wildcats. A little bit of a rough start this year with uh, Kyle Neptune taking over for Jay Wright, who is now retired. Neptune, of course, was on the staff with Jay for a lot of that run before he went to Fordham. But what do you make of this Villanova team? I know they've got some injuries, Coach, but they got to find a point guard soon, I think, for this team. Well,
7: a, a couple things on that. First, I, I really think uh, that their injuries are more significant than a lot of others. Uh, Justin Moore is that senior point guard that you're talking about. He's an all big East guy. Um, He's a a, a senior. He's really, really good. And he's got all the intangibles that you want in a player or a point guard. And the guy, Cam Whitmore, uh, the freshman is projected as a lottery pick. So, These are two, you can make an argument, of the top five, six, seven players in in the Big East. So those losses are enormous. After that, I think they're under a lot of pressure. I don't think they would admit it, but Jay Wright is a gigantic figure. His retirement was shocking. Uh, Whoever replaced him uh, was going to have a near-impossible task of replicating what he did, including the Final Four last year. I think they're playing with a lot of pressure, and they're going to have to work through that and hopefully get those guys back. I think Cam Whitmore is going to be on a quicker pace than uh, Justin Moore. I think that Achilles is really hard to come back from. But they always say you don't want to be the man who follows the man. It's really tough. But Kyle's an outstanding coach. I can't think of anyone better to have that job right now. But between the injuries and the pressure and a killer schedule, Remember, this schedule was made for having a full roster and a Hall of Fame coach. Well, now they have neither. So they have a killer schedule, elite players out, and I think a lot of pressure on them.
5: John Giannini, our guest here, former LaSalle head coach, kind enough to give us some time on Thanksgiving and coach in about 40 minutes have another game getting underway with two interesting coaches. You got Danny Hurley leading the 5-0 UConn Huskies, 4-0-1 ATS on the season, laying 4.5 points versus Dana Altman's Oregon squad. Altman, 13th season, 70% win percentage with the Ducks. I don't think people realize how in- insane that number is for Altman. Just super underrated coach. I know he's been there forever and he's had so much success, but I still don't think he really gets his due. What do you think of the matchup between number 20 UConn and Oregon tonight?
7: Well, I'm going to start going one way and take a U-turn. So let me go (laughs) down before I take a U-turn. I'll put my seatbelt on. All the intangibles are in Oregon's favor. Uh, This is not a neutral court. The game's in Oregon. It's like one of those Alabama-Georgia football games in Atlanta. The place will be crazy for Oregon. Um, Oregon's already been tested by a Houston team that people think can win the national championship. There's style of play is really hard to play against. It's a true matchup zone. 90% of the times when you hear an announcer say someone's in a matchup zone, it is not a matchup zone. It's a normal zone. A true matchup is complicated. You have a man. You communicate. And that's what Oregon plays. And it's the toughest thing for an offense to go against. And early in the season, I guarantee you, you kind of have not seen it. Uh, UConn Yukon can't really simulate it. Then the last thing, Oregon has three players, six eleven to seven foot. The kid Dante's tremendous. So they can match UConn's inside game. They play a funky style. They're gonna have a crazy home court advantage. They have a test against Houston. Yukon is completely untested. They they've been loading up on cupcakes. I know Coach Hurley would hate to hear me say that, but they've had their holiday sweet. Uh, But now here's the problem, Uh, and here's the U-turn. Oregon just only has a couple of healthy guards. They have three starting guards out with injury, and UConn is the better team. I I just don't think Oregon can hang in there with the lack of guard play. If if these two teams played full strength, I still think UConn would win the series. But tonight in Oregon, early in the year, going to get the, the matchup, think Oregon could get them I just don't think
6: they're healthy enough coach another really good matchup tonight out in Portland Purdue uh, minus two point favorite against West Virginia and like two teams that make their way on defense Uh, Purdue last year a little bit more dynamic offensively with now Jaden Ivey who's now with the Pistons in the NBA but Purdue from what I've watched of them early in the season coach they've been you know, kind of what Matt Painter wants defensively, a little bit more hard nosed, uh, but they're going to get a West Virginia team where press Virginia looks back for Bob Huggins down in Morgantown. So uh, what do you make with the Boilermakers and the Mountaineers tonight?
7: Yeah. Two evenly matched teams uh, and, and Purdue, you got to be interested in watching the seven, four center eating. You're just not going to see a player like him very often. Um, You mentioned West Virginia's pressing. There's a saying in coaching that I I think is true, and that is that pressure works early and late in the season. Early in the year, again, Purdue can't really simulate this West Virginia pressure or depth, uh, and they have two freshman guards. The freshman guards have been playing terrific. Uh, They only had six turnovers in a game against Marquette. That was a good early test for Purdue. But nonetheless, Purdue barely got by Marquette at home, and I think that West Virginia is a very similar quality team to Marquette. So I think on a neutral court and those freshman guards, uh, I, 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 I would pick West Virginia in this game. I, I think that, uh, again, based on the location and and also that pressuring, it forces the game to be faster, which limits E.D. at 7-4-something. 'll force West it'll force the Purdue's offense to be run a little higher which again will limit Edie and and again finally Purdue just hasn't seen uh, a defense much like this Martet was similar but uh, uh, like I said they struggled against it at home so I, I like West Virginia slightly in this game two really good teams.
5: Well, that's just a tremendous breakdown by by Coach. Dr. John Giannini, thank you so much for spending some time on Thanksgiving with us. We really appreciate it. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving.
7: Sure, guys. Thanks. Have a nice night. Thank
6: you, Coach. Just an
5: awesome breakdown. We'll get another one next, but we're going to talk a little football. Not football. Football on this Thanksgiving because the U.S. men's national team has a massive matchup with England tomorrow. Do the young guys have a chance? Eric Linalda explains. Next.
6: This is Prime Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on vSIND, the Sports Betting Network.
5: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. It's prime time here on VEASAN. I'm Dustin Sweetelson, Wes Reynolds alongside here, hanging out. Got another hour and a half to go. Hope uh, your Thanksgiving is going well. Thank you for making us a part of it. Hope those tickets are cashing. Uh, We'll check in with Eric Winalda maybe a little bit later in the show and talk some World Cup with him. However, we have a lot to update right now because it is like keep your head on a swivel time here in the studio. 4:43 remaining. The Giants trail the Cowboys thir- 28 to 13 as Daniel Jones takes a sack from Micah Parsons at around midfield. Big move yeah, by he's, Parsons. he's got a
6: couple now, and we were talking about him with Dave Campo. Coach, I'm sure would love to have coached this guy. But I, I thought he's like you made me a lot more money, man. Coach Campbell <laughs> made
5: a really interesting point. I think it's really important when you, when you note know, with, with Micah Parsons is he's not just a traditional pass rusher. Like they move him around, they line him up everywhere. He'll come up the middle. He'll play some linebacker. Like he can do everything. He's not just a guy who's got one gear and just mm-hmm. going after the quarterback every play. He's a versatile guy on the edge, and that's why. Like I don't know, I. I Mahomes is the MVP. Yes. Jalen hurts is number two. Can I convince you today that Micah Parsons is in the mix for three or four? Can I make that case? You, I
6: think you maybe could make that case. I, I think with a lot of these quarterbacks, by the way, kind of somewhat fallen by the wayside. Uh, you know, I'm, I know there's going to be some arguments for Tua sure. out there. But... I've got a,
5: I've got a 20 to one ticket on Tua. Mm-hmm. that uh, it was 40 to one when I first tried betting it. And then uh, when the bet finally went through, they took 20 to one.
6: Yeah. Yeah, I like so uh, forty to one, a lot look, better. Look, I always support the defensive guy for the awards, you know, for whether it's the Heisman in college or MVP. But look, like I said earlier, there are what maybe three guys in the National Football League that affect the spread on the defensive sure. end. Micah Parsons certainly one of them. You would still say probably Aaron Donald, even though the Rams uh, maybe not so much this year with not a lot. Uh, to uh, show for the season so far for the Rams. But TJ Watt, probably another one that, uh, yes. you know, I think I think matters to a point spread. But it, it's rare when you get a defensive player because defensive players matter to point spreads, but really with cluster injuries. You know, if you have three starters out in the secondary, that matters. Maybe the general public doesn't bet it, but I guarantee you during the week it's getting bet once they see these injury reports as the Giants now. 4th and 9, 320 left to go. Last gotta chance to it. dance, last chance to cover here.
5: This is a big play here, and their survivor implications is incomplete pass, turnover, on downs, Cowboys take over. They're, they're walking away with a win here. Uh, all they got to do is run out the clock. 28 to 13, 312 left. And and the reason I bring up the, the circus survivor implications is heading into today, of all the tickets used, 28% on the Cowboys, 55% on the Bills. The people who took the Bills got really lucky they walk away with a win that was 41 tickets of the 74 remaining Dallas, 21 tickets out of that 74 on the Cowboys that leaves nine on the Vikings and three on the Patriots. So assuming Dallas holds on here, not a lot of drama, right? Like we had hoped for because circus survivor makes today's Thanksgiving day games mm-hmm. its own week. So kind of hope the bills or Cowboys were going to go down, But uh, it it was dicey there for a little bit for both the Bills and the Cowboys.
6: Yeah, no question about it. So uh, both the uh, chalks survive. So 62 of the overall 74. But uh, there's going to be at least a little bit of uh, deletion, if you will. There are going to be a few that drop out tonight. Uh, Only nine on the Vikings and then three on the New England Patriots here on the road. So going to lose a couple participants. But I remember last year. Thanksgiving was the carnage day because everybody saved Dallas for the Raiders uh, and everybody did that. And Sean Hockley had other ideas. He was the head official (laughs) on that game. A lot of pass interference calls kept the Raiders drive alive. Derek Carr and the silver and black get the win at the end and Dallas takes a bad loss. And that was when the chaos really started. We've already had the chaos, of course, in survivor. I can't, I can't remember how many we had here last time. It was not, this paltry number of no. seventy four, though.
5: So we started with six thousand one hundred and thirty three. Wes, I'm assuming you were one of those entries.
6: I was not actually. I what? did not do Survivor. I do. I do the million. Okay. But I have not done the Survivor yet. I think maybe next year I'm gonna get an entry. It just, see,
5: it, honestly, I've, the last two years I've sat it out, and every year I get FOMO. Yeah. I'm like, it just. You have to make it to a certain point to get the FOMO because each of these tickets coming into today, you have to start hedging. I I think the the values in the $80,000, $82,000 range for each individual Mm -hmm. ticket. So you reach a point where where you can lock in a profit. I think maybe this is another like betting lesson out there for today, maybe a pro tip. Uh, Find ways to lock in profits on any futures bets, and that includes Survivor. You can – I I guess you could say hedge. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Don't, don't don't be afraid to
6: be an earner. And I mean, and a lot of this with survivors, especially this circus survivor competition, thousand dollars an entry. A lot of this too, is how many entries that you do, you know, are you going to do the multiple entries? Are you going to put multiple on one team? We know the gentleman earlier this year, he went all in with the bills against the jets. And, you know, sometimes that works for you. And sometimes it doesn't and loses all six entries. and, but yeah, you can hedge when you get into position, especially when you get down. You're starting to get down to the nitty gritty here. You know, when you're getting down to 10, 20 people or something like that, then it's like okay, have to. I've got to hedge out on on a bet, or or if I have multiple entries left, I got to play one side or the other. So yeah, there, there's no shame in doing that. It's all about profiting and and locking in that profit.
5: Yeah, there, there's just too much on the line, right? Like mm-hmm. there, there's. So- you you just you get to that point where you won, you can get that thousand back, one, right? Work your way, get the thousand back somehow. And once that's good, like you're set. You're playing, you're literally playing with house money. Yes. At that point, with a chance for a lot more to come. I'm curious though, so nine on the on the Vikings, three on the Patriots for the primetime slate here on Thanksgiving. I'm curious if any of those are splits.
6: Do you think anyone I'm guessing that and there's split at it? least one or two? That's a split because that line, you know, two and a half, it's juiced on the Vikings. I've seen a lot more people like the Vikings today because you're seeing what I would call, you know, sometimes I call it a week three. Like if it's three even money, this is a strong two and a half. Yeah, I, because it's minus one twenty. There's some minus one twenty fives there to keep that under the key number.
5: When, when the Vikings got mm-hmm. smoked last week by by the Cowboys, my initial thought was, oh, I can't wait to bet them this week. Right. And then once I heard everyone else say the same thing, I went, "Hold on, yeah. hold on." If it, look, if there's anything I know about the NFL and betting on it, it's that is if if it seems obvious, it's definitely yeah, not going to happen. Exactly, like, it, it doesn't work that way. That's exactly. just not how it works. Plus, we'll get into some of the numbers later on in the program. But Bill Belichick on Thursdays is incredible. Kirk Cousins is not having a good year. Some interesting matchups. We'll touch on all of that in a little bit here on primetime. Uh, he's Wes Reynolds. I'm Dustin Sweetelson. hanging out here on Thanksgiving with so much happening. We've got college hoops. We've got college football, the egg bowl, Mississippi state. You're mm-hmm. plus two and a half out of the gate looking strong. Yes. Got a seven, three lead in Oxford on number 20 Ole Miss. However, uh, Ole Miss does have, the yeah, football they're in the red.
6: They're in the red zone right now. We know what Ole Miss is going to do. Is that they're gonna they're gonna run the football as uh, Dak was trying to put that away with a deep shot to see the man. Is he gonna get the flag? It looks like he is. And it, look,
5: look, th- this is kind of what I thought was gonna happen with the Giants was you could run all this this gimmicky stuff in the first half and and keep the game close and and catch Dallas not mm-hmm. knowing what you're gonna do, but at some point. You just don't have that many tricks up your sleeve. There's not that many plays you can run when yeah. Richie James is on the field all these snaps. Like, right. it's just it's, it's just realistic. They're they're without three offensive linemen. They have no weapons to throw to. The defense is without their best corner. They've ne- they haven't had a good linebacker since Anto- a middle linebacker since Antonio Pierce. The pass rushers are very young. This is kind of what you expected. And and credit to Dallas because they looked awful in the first half. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't finish drives. They, they 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 couldn't dictate the pace of the game. New York was looking up and down the field. Like, like they were more energetic and Dallas calmly out of the gate to the second half, figured things out. They're going to walk away with the win, and they're going to walk yeah. away with the
6: cover. Yeah by, 10 the, yeah. by the way, no timeouts left except for the two minute warning. So the oh, only, the only interest is the uh, total backers here, obviously Uh 45 and a half. Yeah. 45 and a half yeah. the closer here. So, uh, You know, Dallas basically just going to run the ball, try to get one more first down, then they can go ahead and take knees. Uh, Mississippi State does hold Ole Miss to a field goal, so 7-6 to early on in the Egg Bowl, about one thirty-three left to go in the first quarter. And you'd be talking about the college basketball today, which seemingly gets a little bit ignored. We've already had four overtime games today. I mean, it's,
5: it's incredible. First of all, yeah, yeah. Duke edge, Oregon state yes. really close games. The, yeah, the, the second ranked,
6: half under, I'm like, don't go over time, please.
5: Uh, uh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. What's up?
6: Yeah, I know. They have, not, they have not covered a game yet this year. I had the over in that game. I thought maybe this could be the spot, but yeah, UNC has been a disappointment. They got number one rated by default, I think, because they were bringing four starters back and you're bringing sure. Baycott back and you were in the championship game. But the team that beat them in the championship game, by the way, Kansas, Scores off a putback off a terrible last possession in overtime and knocks out Wisconsin, 69 to 68, Tennessee beats USC in the battle for Atlantis, uh, in overtime. So it'll be Tennessee and Kansas tomorrow.
1: All
5: right. Coming up next, the most important segment of the day, we're going to rank the best holidays with sports, do a Thanksgiving menu draft. And I have a message for big
7: pork. This is V-CIN Prime Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean
6: King on VSet, the sports betting network.
5: Bet MGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with Bet MGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at Bet MGM, you can earn Bet MGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new Bet MGM app. Featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800
6: Gambler. Dustin is uh, Danny Dimes going to be our backdoor Ooh. man here because they are now in Dallas territory. 45 seconds left to go. No timeouts, by the way, for the G men. So. Daniel Jones uh, trying to rally for those of you that may have an over on this game, or those of you that took the double digits with the giants here. So uh, spike the clock here, second down and 10 at about the Dallas 40 yard line. So Danny dimes, uh, Danny dimes trying to get you there here. So we'll be monitoring this situation.
5: This is what, so this is a, uh farva from super troopers his favorite restaurant was called shenanigans we're getting a (laughs) lot of shenanigans potential here because this is kind of what this offense does best there is a flag on the last play so that might be coming back but throwing to the sidelines and the flats these short intermediate routes Mm -hmm. it's kind of the mo of this offense so they have a chance to move the ball because if you're dallas 40 seconds to go i mean even if you give up a touchdown you're still going to win the game. They don't care about covering. However, we care about covering, especially if you back the giants and got 10 points. And then if you have the over, you absolutely hope that that defense is super soft here. And Mm -hmm. they're like, you know what? Fine. We'll, we'll just play the clock game here. We'll just wait this thing out.
6: Yeah. Trying to see what this, what this flag is going to be here. Uh, We do. We don't have the audio, unfortunately here in the uh, studio during the show, but yeah, giants. uh, It was second and 10 on the 38. That was a, a completed catch. So Taking their sweet time trying to sort this out down in Dallas. Okay, this is a personal oh, foul oh. on the defense. Shenanigans. Uh, I wonder, I wonder, and I think they called that on uh, number 11 there, Micah Parsons. Personal foul. What did
5: he do? Let's get a replay. Yeah, here. yeah, so this is. Here's the situation 28 13, 45 and a half, we said was the closing total.
6: Mm hmm.
5: I mean, we've got it. We've got a situation. We've got a situation here. Uh, Giants, 28 13. Uh, they score here, make it an eight point game. They cover the ten. If you're a Dallas backer, you have to be sick. Yeah, absolutely. It? The, ball, the ball is at the thirteen yard line for the Giants. No timeouts. And it's first and ten with forty seconds to go. We'll we'll stay here with the action. We'll give you yeah. our own version of the play by play. You don't need Olson and Burkhart.
6: He's got <laughs> Reynolds and Sweetelson.
5: Kick out into the flat to the running back. And down to the one. Yeah, with he's gonna be short. Left. It's
6: scramble time though. Oz See if they can big. get a play.
5: Oh man! If
6: <laughs> and they're pumping into each Gary
2: other. Gary Brightwell, to line up.
5: twenty seconds to go. Shotgun formation for D. Jones. Up. Oh, Dallas jumped. Free play. Jones goes for the end zone. Uh, flag on yeah, the play.
6: Yeah, and I thought there might have been holding down there. There's going to be some kind of penalty here on I the thought, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah,
5: Dallas jumped. So I mean, if you laid the ten, you've just. I mean. Yeah, This is a brutal way to go out. If you caught the 10, you felt good for two quarters, and then you felt awful for 90% of the second half up until 40 seconds to Mm -hmm. go as the Giants have the ball at the goal line with 12 seconds to left. The play is already getting in there.
6: Yeah, everything on the line here, both spread and total. A couple guys in the bets giving. I know humans is on the uh, Giants plus 10.
5: And then second most picked game in bets giving, we're being told massive here. D Jones looking to his left has a guy in the flat and it's a touchdown. Richie James. Richie
0: James.
6: Wow.
5: Oh my God. I talk so much smack about Richie James and Richie James is going to come through in the clutch for the guys who are the people who bet on the giants caught the 10 points, man. Look at the, look at division game. It just, I mean, if you get double digits in the division, you just almost have to blindly mm -hmm, take it. mm -hmm. So credit to people who did, but that that's incredible. Yeah, eight eight uh, seconds left.
6: Humans and uh, the team of uh, Mike Pritchard and Brady Cannon from the Pro Football yeah. Blitz on Saturday right here on Visa. And uh, they are very happy with this result here because uh going to try the extra point, and that is good, 28 to 20. So all you're hoping for is, okay, let's make a clean recovery and get to the ground because sometimes you see on those onside kicks, it's, okay, you leave a guy open and he returns it for you. So... 28 to 20 Uh nice fight from the g-men here is uh, they are going to get the cover and look that's one thing too that i think you got to look at with the nfl when you get adjustment like that from a look ahead number and then you get the piggybacker steam off of that yeah when in doubt don't be afraid to fade that steam you either be the steam or you fade the steam feels like a t-shirt yes Maybe a clam logo, something like that. Yes, I, I need to get some merchandise here <laughs> yeah. here here at vison Where's yeah, we, the we, uh, the cart- Wes Reynolds winter collection? A, ca-
5: a cartoon clam of Wes Reynolds?
6: Yes. We'll say it again. Be the steam. Be the steam or fade the steam. Come on. I, I I'm I'm all
5: for it. I think it's a good move. All right. So if you had the over, congratulations. If you had the under, I'm so sorry for your loss on this holiday. I, uh, maybe you have a bottle of scotch or something to mm-hmm. drown your sorrows in. Uh, game goes over twenty eight twenty right now the Cowboys are winning giants cover 10, eight seconds left. They're just going to kick this thing away and hope for an onside situation. But let's be real. Dan, Daniel Jones, Even if he gets the ball back there, it can't reach the end zone. So it doesn't really matter. Um, in the egg bowl, we have some action as well. Ole miss on fourth and seven with a field goal. And they're taking a the lead. Nine to seven. Luckily for you, Wes Reynolds, you got two and a
6: hook. Yeah, and and ordinarily I I would buy that to three. I don't really do that much in college football because I don't think there's the key numbers are yeah. not necessarily the key numbers just as much in college football. So uh, Ole or Miss, uh, Mississippi State definitely getting outplayed here. I believe they've only run uh uh sixteen plays for forty seven yards. Ole Miss twenty four plays for one thirty six. Uh, so Ole Miss uh, did lose one on a fumble. I think they lost like. Twenty yards on a fumble, so that's why that's a little bit deceiving. But nevertheless, inside the number, but uh, Ole Miss nine to seven. Mississippi State's defense is bending, but they're not breaking here.
5: All right. So as this game ends, we'll we'll stay here and just make sure it does officially end this way with the Giants. I mean, I can't. It, we're talking true shenanigans if they somehow get this Dallas. Recovers the onside kick. It's over. 28-20 yep. is going to be the final score. They're so, going to take uh,
6: an da- Danny Dimes is your backdoor man. I think there was a Howlin' Wolf song that the Doors covered in the uh, 1960s. But uh, Danny Dimes is the backdoor man on the afternoon.
5: Jim Morrison. Like, there's so much legend about him. Mm-hmm. Then I finally watched the Doors movie. Mm-hmm. I, do, I like a few of their songs.
6: Yeah. i have kind of the same way. Like, I don't want to call them because I know Mitch and Paul had that discussion with you about overrated bands. Sure doors i don't when i say they're overrated i don't think they're bad but it's just like
5: catalog isn't deep and like jim morrison just thought he was so much more intellectual than everyone else so he just did weird things to be weird like i just think sometimes those people they stink as human beings you know what i mean like dude you're not deeper than me you're not Mm -hmm. going over my head all you're doing is trying to be different and that's annoying. That's not unique.
6: Watch, watch that segment, by the way. I think you could still get it at vcin where you guys unfollow the money, rank the most overrated bands, just to see Paul Howard do his Dave Matthews impersonation. Oh, which so that was a suggestion by me. Absolutely, me.
5: That was a suggestion by
6: hey, me. He wakes up in the morning.
5: As I got older, though, like I, I've grown an appreciation for them because, like, I, it's like it triggers memories from high school
6: but that was like my college years. Like but, that was the band of yeah. my college years in,
5: in the grand scheme though. I just think they're so overrated. I never understood mm-hmm. the hype. I just, it's like one of those things where people are obsessed with something. You just keep going. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get what's happening here. You like, know,
6: you, you know, but the thing, and the reason why you learn to like Dave Matthews, by the way, because if you ever went on a date with college, you know, and you're kind of learning something, you know, Hey, what are your likes or your dislikes? And you get the, the, you know, one of the sorority girls going, do you like Dave Matthews? Uh, I'm like, absolutely. If it means that we have a chance to have a second date or anything beyond, love him.
5: Wes, if there's one thing I learned about women, it's I will be whoever a pretty yes. girl wants me to yes. be. Yes. That's it. If, you, if you've if ever seen the OC, which I don't think our audience has, I love the OC. There's a moment in one of the first episodes where Ryan Atwood is smoking a cigarette outside of Marissa Cooper's house. And God, I just lost so many cool points with this audience.
6: But- Well, I'll get into she, my 90210 and Melrose Place references.
5: She looks at him and goes, who are you? And he just looks, takes the cigarette out of his mouth, looks right at her and goes, whoever you want me to be. And that is the key to life, that, my that, that
6: reminds me of the uh, Chris Rock line in one of his comedy specials where he goes, you can't get anybody being you. <laughs> Be whatever you gotta yeah, be somebody that's else true. and he's
5: absolutely right I, I i totally subscribe to that It's dead on look a lot to get to i've actually heard from eric winaldo we'll do some world cup coming up here in the final hour but coming up next one of the most entertaining guys to ever play in the nfl pulls no punches we'll find out about the purple people leaders from alex boone he's on the other side this is v-sin the sports betting network